faster. All right. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Push on the button, Mrs. Knight. Nine nine six swag, six swag, six swag. <laughs> it's, it's a wild one. Dick. <laughs> I have all sorts of. It's time to ask the question. That's on everyone's mind. What's going on? <laughs> Good luck. Oh, Mrs. Ryan, welcome back. All right, Mrs. Ryan's having a moment. We had a couple flags on the play when we were starting up there, and it was all right. Roll it. All right, hang on. Roll it. All right, hang on. Roll it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the old late night playset. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. And today is Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. Today is 1 2 3 2020. You're still crying, though. Still you a right? mess. Oh. Holy jeez. 1 2 3 is Donna's birthday. Down at my hockey goalie, we Dana share Donna. One, 1 2 3. I'm 1 2 3 12 3. She's 1 2 3 1 23. So became a thing that's right apparently i made that a big thing no it's great i'm very happy i'm, I'm happy that you're feeling better <laughs> i was laughing so hard uh, uh well let's just start it up how are you feeling a, a little stronger a little weaker in some po- who knows ah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean god bless you that's awesome um all right well we got a shit stuff uh, shit <laughs> it's a disaster it's a disaster <laughs> We have got a shit ton of stuff to do today. I'm going to check in with you, the home viewer over here, since we apparently can't hang on to, hang on to our shit in the, in the room here. Uh, our guest today is Chris Gabriel. You saw his name up there. Uh, if you don't know who that is, 996Schwag is his Instagram handle. He's a friend of ours from uh, Breakfast Club up there. He's a Porsche driver, 996, if you uh, couldn't put that together. And uh, he's also what we like to call a cannabis expert. And we're saying a medicinal cannabis, but you are a, I don't know what to ever call you. You're a horticulturist. You're a agriculturist you're a what do you do you cultivate cultivator cultivator um designer yeah but he's got uh dispensaries he's got uh growing we're going to talk about all the stuff as well as quite a bit of porsche talk as well because he's in the middle of maybe getting a new car as well so so much stuff as usual um we talked about how you're feeling i want to say you look lovely i love your rainbow I seem to make a, I seem to make a comment about your outfit every day. It's not intentional. I just it's the really this is believe it or not the first time we really look at each other and spend quality time together during the day. True. Um, and that's by design, obviously. But uh, um, uh, it's nice for me. I enjoy this part of the day. Good. Me too. It's like a delayed uh, gratification thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you don't get to look at her pretty face for the first couple hours in the morning. We're, we obviously see each other just in passing. It's not but. the same. Anticipation, I believe, is what I like to think of it as. And I really appreciate you saying everything. You're awesome. Um, okay, well, we pointed out today is one, two, three. And I've got a, it's not our official TBT, but it's a TBT that's special to me and certainly to us um, because it was 15 years ago today that Johnny Carson died. Yeah, Whoa. 15 years ago. Can you believe that? On this day in 2005. I didn't know that. I know. Something. Hi, so what I have here is Johnny Carson's last television appearance ever. Okay. It was, it was, a, it was a little bit early, you know, half a year earlier or something than when he died. But, um, but this is it. 
Okay. This is the last time anyone ever saw him on television. Wow, okay. Good roll DVD. <laughs> yeah, roll it out. On the program, Bette Midler and uh, traffic reuniting for us right here at CBS Television City. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here with tonight's top ten list, the host of The Tonight Show. For 30 years, Johnny Carson. Johnny! You're worth every penny, pinhead. Good night, suckers. Well, right up to that point, it was so easy I could host it. All right, tonight's top ten list from the home office in Sioux City, Iowa. Now, this is not the list. Johnny, can I have the top ten list? the point <laughs> like I'm going to continue after that yeah, really I, I thought for a second there he was going to pull out the Karnak turban and we'd be off yeah. and running I was ready man that was great yeah that was great <laughs> yeah I could have watched the rest of that yeah so the last time anybody saw Johnny Carson on television happened to be sitting right here at Dave's desk right here with this microphone and the whole bit pretty wild so isn't cool. it so, cool. so crazy. So and right here in Los Angeles because Dave was out here. The show was out here at Television City. So this was right, uh, you know, just over the hill. Well, wow. and something, right? That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So happy uh, birthday, buddy. yeah, or happy death day, whatever death, heck it is. Yeah, that's a shit. Um, okay, Mrs. Ryan, moving on. We've got an East Coast feed, regular stuff. Okay. On with the regular show. <laughs> Get my head let's, together. Let's check in with Danbury Chive, and uh, I don't know where he is today. Haven't seen this one. Roll it out. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, East Coast Feed coming to you live from Two Steps in downtown Danbury. Tonight we celebrate a, a lost brother, Bob McManus, and uh, the family's not doing a memorial service, so all of BMW decided to get together and have one last drink for our fallen brother, Bob. 
Thank you for shouting him out on the last late night play set. Sorry for my breath coming out because it's cold as shit out here. I'm going to take you inside real quick. I apologize. It's loud. I know it's going to suck for the feed, but we're going to do a quickie. See the family that came out. A lot of people came to support. It's good things. Good things happen. Let's just go inside, shall we? We're going to go this way. You know two steps, Mr. Ryan. You used to be a firehouse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, here we go. There goes Morgan. She's part of our crew. There we go. We have a lot of people here. We're going to just give you a quick tour. It's hard to see. I know it's dark in here. We got Tommy. We got Marco. There you go. Like a knockout. You see, there it goes. I know it's hard to see in there, and I apologize for the sound. You know, I followed you with the phone. What am I going to do? Where am I going? That was show it. us the fire Random truck. Go upstairs and show us the fire R. truck. Our boy Bob McManus. Love you. All right. Well, we love Kazman, and certainly uh, that was a great reason for everybody to get together. But uh, sh- get upstairs and show us the damn fire truck. That's what I want to see. Holy smokes. That's all I heard. Well, we always talk about this place, and he's always there, but he never shows the fact that it literally is still a firehouse or that there's still a fire truck upstairs. <laughs> I'm making it all about them. Kaz, we're, <laughs> when it, I was a kid. <laughs> we're getting better. No screens and firehouses. Oh, yeah, the screens. There was way too many screens and two steps. It used to be all like cowboy boots hanging from the ceiling and everything. Hence oh, the two steps. Cool. That's what, yeah. Anyway. All right. We didn't do it. I just crossed off TBT, but we didn't do a TBT. We did mm-hmm. East Coast Feed. East Coast Feed and, oh, shit, and I crossed out something else. God darn it. All right. Uh, what a day. I know. Um, Dave Watch or TBT? Dave Watch. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, if it isn't obvious by sitting where, uh, looking at us where we sit, uh, we are going after David Letterman as a guest on our show. He's never been here. We would love for him to be here. Obviously, the set and all this equipment used to belong to him, so that'll be fun to talk about. Also, there's a lot of history that goes pretty deep in Jay Ryan's past that will be fun to talk about also. Um, we did a little bit of memory lane yesterday showing what I did in high school when I was the kid who uh, was dressing up and doing things like this. <laughs> yes, make yourself comfortable, have a sip of that, go to the theater here. But I was also drawing pictures <laughs> like this of 6A and, 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 and stuff like this, which is literally the set and the furniture that we are sitting at today. And I did, it was like 95, I think that was dated. Um, so, you know, it's just, uh, there's a lot here. It's deep. It's deep. There's a bit to unpack. Um, but the truth is, I just want to have a conversation with the guy. There is obviously a little bit of business to get out of the way. But I have so many questions also for the man himself um, that no one ha- I have ever heard asked and or answered. Yeah, I didn't say that well, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. It's a, a neat there opportunity. Are, there are people I want to talk about. There are things that I want to talk about. And there are things that I feel like I know that I bet nobody else out there would ever even imagine is a thing and he probably will have very interesting things to say about s- certain topics and certain subjects that's what it's way that's what I was going to say it's way more interesting that no one knows about any of this stuff that's so cool yeah the autistic late night expert that nobody ever knew or heard about yeah and yeah, weird it's a whole other side of him that I think I personally think he's going to be excited to. I hope so. Share. My hope is because his son is roughly the same age that I was back when this story started. Certainly is when I was watching the show and 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 as a, a, a child fan, being uh, inspired and in, impressed upon whatever blah blah blah. 
Stop talking. You got it. Um, Dave, watch just for me to finish up. Uh, phone tag is happening mm-hmm. on multiple levels, with multiple people mm-hmm. for that and the expansion of our show. Uh, the steps today, just so I can say the obvious, uh, merch should be ready to go today. Sweet, sweet. I saw that there was progress happening there. That's happening. Uh, we're in Garments a- are designed. There is, there is merch. It's just a matter of the actual store being live for people to click on stuff, right? Uh, I believe so. This is a perfect quandary of art and commerce connect like cross and like i finally got to understand how you think and translating that to other people is sometimes impossible but i'm getting way better at it so that uh that's happening weird one there's a lot of weird shit in my brain that i can't you know it's uh, i I hate to use the term about myself but it's it's sort of the artist mentality i'll say that that's fair it's certainly the artist mentality (laughs) whether or not i'm an artist (laughs) What's awesome is that uh, – okay, there was another thing with Dave Watch. I'm totally forgetting. Um, the, the, being able to translate that was my old job, and for a minute my brain turned to mush because of my MS or whatever, and it's coming back, and it's growing back differently, so I'm able to apply some of that differently now that I know how to speak your language and that language. <laughs> Yeah. Imagination is apparently the channel between the two, and I'm utilizing that. <laughs> there's a translator that's involved anytime. Like you said, art and commerce. They, they've never gone together, and there's a reason. There's a reason. So that's my uh, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, I'm glad it's you. Yeah, that, that's what I'm dealing with today, and that is the precursor to the Dave Watch stuff of like getting him here, so I just wanted to throw that out there until we have more other news. Yeah. It's exciting. Every time we have a goal, uh, you know, we set these goals that we don't really care if we hit them. We're just like, oh, you got to get to this to get to wherever, the ultimate. And every time we get like near it, like, oh, we get closer to that. Other, and then it's like it, it just keeps shifting. The, the yardage line keeps moving. I, I'm not a sports guy, but that works. The yardage line keeps moving. And the truth is the goal was always to get Dave here so that we could turn this into something, you know, bigger than whatever it is. Uh, and do it in a way that we know how to do because there's a lot of stuff and <laughs> whatever I'm, on and on my on. other day my other thing was uh the other call the calls i have today is for a sponsorship oh great to own the to be part of the creation of this show yeah, so that great. all of that going forward is seamless and it's not a question anymore we want to keep it super small but the, the that's the other batch of calls i have today yeah interesting there's so many things if we had if we had a larger team if we had greater resources i know the life we have the life's resources available to us of course but um this is the type of thing we need help we need help we need a small team and i think yeah. that's totally fair and i think everyone knows that i it's just who's going to be on that team is we, what we've been taking the time to figure out and be smart about yes but we've always known we needed that help and i think other people haven't always known that they're like you're great just go do it it's one of those like <laughs> I, I thank you so much for thinking we're that great and yeah this, i mean that means the world but we're not. We can only do so much stuff, and life has made it harder to do even those things. Uh, sounds like an explanation show. Let's uh, move it on. <laughs> Lots is happening with Dave Watch. Yeah. This is just the part of it that I can talk about. Yeah, and, 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 and we're very excited because we needed to get to this point so that those people would even be interested in helping us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's Ben. 
think I think we've gone on and on and on here uh, that we should probably skip TBT again. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was a short one. Maybe we'll play it when Chris is in here because he's probably in it. It was a Breakfast Club one. Uh, or we'll just talk about Breakfast Club when you're in here. How's that? Okay. All right. Perfect. In that case, Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind for real this time. What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? John Stewart's second movie is going to be out uh, the end of May. It's called Irresistible. What was the first one again? Uh... Now I'm spacing the name of it because you just asked me. So uh, oh, give sorry. me a second. Uh, Rosewater. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, was it, he directed that one and whatever. He wrote and directed this one called Irresistible, which stars Steve Carell. It sounds a little bit like Wag the Dog. Oh, God, I love that movie. Uh, Democratic, political. Uh, I'm not political, and we're not on the show, but we get to watch them be, which is awesome. And what's cool about this is that it reminds me, from what I read, of Wag the Dog, but also, it puts John Stewart back in the media uh, to talk about politics, which is really what he's good at. Yeah. And it'll be uh, the movie's out in the spring, so he'll be uh, or he'll be out doing uh, press stuff in the spring for the May th- the twenty nine movie. So. Is it possible that people don't remember that before John Stewart got the Daily Show, the Daily Show was an entertainment show? Yeah. People, I used to. He work turned with, it into a news show. John Stewart and his brain and his opinions and the team that he surrounded us with Rory Albanese and Jen Flans and all of those people. I'm going to leave people out now. I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, all those wonderful producers on that show, Hillary Kuhn, all, so many, uh, they all created and made what we all know today as the Daily Show that Trevor Noah now hosts. Yeah. Jocelyn Kahn, of course. So many people. I'm going to pull the vet back a little further and say that was one of the first clients that my company worked with that I worked with also. John Stewart. Yeah. So uh, that was an issue that, like, getting across that it was a new show then was always an issue. People yeah. didn't understand what it meant. And certainly his impact and capability of impacting culture was not as known. It happens to be what I wrote my thesis on in mm-hmm. college, but uh, it is one of the first things I worked on. So um, I'm just excited to see him out talking. Again. I know him, and he's going to put a ton of thought. He's not going to go out there and just off the cuff answer questions. Like, he knows what he knows. Yeah. He's somebody to be fun to talk to about this stuff, too, because he knows what it's like to have many struggling talk shows before he got to The Daily Show. I mean, he yeah. had a few get shit canned. Yeah. That were good, that, that were good. He was doing the work and the shows were good, but it doesn't matter if people aren't watching them, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, did I say that Steve Carell's in this you new did. movie? You did, yeah. And Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper, interesting. Steve Carell, I know that, I mean, in this country anyway, he sort of was made sort of from The Daily Show as mm-hmm. a correspondent on that show and then yeah. The Office. It'll be fun to redeem, see them redeemed again. Cool. Um, there's a bunch of studies. This one I read about this morning is a twin study about autism, but... Um, Whatever, whatever, however everyone's doing anything, what they're finding is that people with autism tend to have more neurological difficulties in general, like headaches. And so they're fine. So being able to attribute um, symptoms versus just you have autism, you have a thing <laughs> like uh, headaches being kind of a prelude to autism, like knowing that that's possible, mm-hmm. let people study differently. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I'll leave that there. Well, uh, you know, I have my own thoughts on that one, and I'm sure that this all can connect, and I'm sure that someone's going to figure out a way to make this study fucking proved. But uh, I think that there's more going on there that, uh, you know, I've always thought they weren't looking in the right place with autism. I'm with you. I 
I'm, I, I totally agree, actually. I think and autism comes down to a matter of tolerances and what your brain has experienced and what you're capable of experiencing. I think there are certain ways to work with it, and, uh, and I say this f- from experience. I say this from experience. I'm not, cl- I'm not clinical. I'm not qualified, but I say this from experience in my own life dealing with people who have, had, who have autism. I think you're right, and I think my past experience of working with artists and being able to do that translation thing mm-hmm. is really what that's about. <laughs> yeah, you're I think, nailing it. I think a lot of our artists have the autistic quality that we're now finding is a spectrum, and so these studies are like finding correlations, like binary correlations that can be looked into further, and I think that's on us to go further. Yeah, I like it. Did I? Okay. No, I like it. I was looking at Chris because I think we're probably all on the same page. Yeah. Well, then I'll he, do. He's my nodding. Thing. He agrees. Thanks, buddy. Um, <laughs> okay, and then last, just to wrap it up on a light note, um, <laughs> there is Johnny Carson's still dead, right? Still, just talking. <laughs> happy birthday. That's <laughs> what I do. Um, there's been there's a ton, people want to bring their pets everywhere blah blah blah. <laughs> there's been a ton of issues with traveling with them sometimes. So Delta just was like, here's an option. We fixed an opportunity for cargo pet areas, and so they've created uh, cargo bins for pets that you can. Mo- I, let I'm, me let me. Say, we've created a pet class. Is that correct? A pet class? It'll probably turn into one. But... Right. That's awesome. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I'm worried everything else, right? It's just, it's world, this world is in a service industry. Right. And so my thing is I'd rather pets not die. And if people are going to bring their pets, like, yeah. whatever, you can monitor on your phone and, like, it checks temperatures and all this stuff a, so that they're okay. A idea. So do I. And then so, they're not in the cabin, right? I'm sorry. Correct, and these ones specifically are called care pods, and they're on Delta. So have a gander. <laughs> and that's been <laughs> what's going on, Mrs. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Holy crap! Can you believe we're really doing it? No, yeah. It's amazing. I love we it. Made. It's we happening. It's happening. It's happening. Whether you can see it or not, it's happening. Oh, I'm excited about it. All right. Let's take a quick break. Get our guest, Chris Gabriel, in here. Awesome. We're going to talk about some Porsche stuff. We're going to talk about what he does for a living in the cannabis industry. And uh, I think just have a good old-fashioned conversation with our friend. So awesome. should be fun. More to come right after this. Chris Gabriel will be in here. Oh. And we'll do a commercial <laughs> during the thing because I'm terrible at this. <laughs> more, more right after this. <laughs> And please do enjoy some oh-so-delicious hot sauce while we're gone. (laughs) Oh-so-delicious, it's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh-so-delicious, it's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh-so-delicious hot sauce, great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. All right, what was that? I say we just come on back. We are sitting here with Chris Gabriel, and we are back. Welcome back. What's up, brother? What's happening? Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. You, uh... 
you're wearing your hat for your company and you're <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so happy that you're I wanted here. to be like Garth on Wayne's World and have the shoes and the matching pants and shirt Did you and see everything. me rolling through? I'm trying to he looks kinda like something, but I can't place it. That's very funny. Did you actually do a little routine here for us? No, Is there yeah, no, not intentional? No. All right. We'll pull that mic a little bit closer to you so we can hear you. Hear me? And um, there you go. A little it's, did it get any closer? I don't know. Yes. There we, we go. Go. we're good. <laughs> yeah, now your level's nice. Uh, all right, brother. Well, you're here. You're in the old late night play set. We're going to talk about your business. We're going to talk about Porsche. Uh, I'd love to talk about Breakfast Club a little bit, if that's all right. And um, just how the hell are you? What's been happening? Just working like crazy. And we got a new club. What do you do for a living? Tell everybody yeah. that. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, just uh, design cannabis facilities. Um, farms and i grow you know i have a dispensary in north hollywood fountain of well-being fountain of well-being yeah with my business partners and then we have another club we're setting up in palm springs uh palm springs right now that's called calm that's That's gonna be cool yeah it's right across from the new surf park they're putting there there's gonna be like an artificial wave pool it's gonna be pretty fun yeah oh wow so that'd be cool plus palm springs is awesome yeah so i'll get to go out there you know how did you get involved in all this? Can we start? You, you grew up in L.A. You're born and raised here, right? Right. How on earth did you get into this field? How have you done so well at it? Tell us a little bit about the backstory. Well, like my dad was a contractor, so I was always doing construction and stuff when I was young. And then I started doing electrical. And then um, some of my friends uh, grew and they needed help with electrical. So then <laughs> I started helping them. Like This is like 2003 or four. I don't know, you know, a long time ago. Um, and that's uh, just started from them. I learned from one of my good friends, and so you, you, it really, you were there as a tradesman doing something else, and then sort of just started. Taking yeah, it I in. just saw my friend, you know, doing really well, and I'm like, wow, this looks good. Yeah, you know. Well, you're an intelligent guy. You're an intelligent right. person. So, did you see the business of it all and say, oh, I could do that, or was it you were? I just also loved it, and I was tired of smoking there shitty weed. Oh that my was God. like the now problem. the truth comes out. Yeah. I hated it, and then when I met my one of my friends that had good weed, and you know, it was like, and he was growing it, so then I wanted to grow it, and then it started like that. But I really enjoy it. It's something I love. Like I, I enjoy what I do. You know what I mean? Like I'm I not do. bummed out to wake up to go to work or, like you know, designing these large farms and facilities. Like I'm doing a project in Uruguay, Oregon, Oklahoma. Holy We're gonna smokes. do Missouri. Uh, you know, everywhere. The one in Oregon is huge. It's a 15,000 acre farm. You've been saying Whoa. that you've got all these other places involved, but over state line, there's all different rules. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we're not. Right? Yeah, no product. You can, everything's state by state. No, like, it's I'm thinking business, even yeah. your knowledge and your expertise. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of people that do what I do. I was running, you know, um, we had really large facilities, you know, in downtown Los Angeles. I had like four or five, you know, pretty large facilities, you know, that I ran and it's starting at such a young age. So I really took the stress and the, everything on at a young age, learning how to do these businesses and run and working with the, the stores. And it was just a real nightmare, you know? Yeah, but you wanted to, and it yeah. wasn't just about uh, having good good. Yeah, weed. it was just, yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> it was wasn't just, just about that. Yeah. But, but that's good. what I'm trying to figure out. Was it your business acumen that took over and said, oh, I, I would do really well at this? Or was it just, this is where I'm supposed to, this just feels right? Yeah, it, it felt right. And I, I, I started building, I was doing a lot of custom homes with my friends. We were doing all these spec homes, the Pacific Palisades and Mar Vista and all these neighborhoods that are, you know, started to go crazy. With, so we were just 
doing that and then i just got tired of it you know 2008 <laughs> came around and it was like oh yeah. why am i still doing this you know like the economy shit out i just transferred straight into cannabis only at that point you know wow. i was trying to do both and just too much work much happier now yeah. concentrating so, on all that so since roughly when you went wholeheartedly into this like 2007 8 right around there i just pretty much in eight i just was over construction i'm just i'm drawing the parallels here with the financial crisis that was going on in the country at the same time and it's like oh i'm just going to shift over here where this is a growth industry and i was able to yeah so miraculously it was so easy to do it was just you know one of those things wow that's wild yeah i took a big jump you know rented a huge warehouse did the you know like just risk yeah big risk but i always you know are you that guy yeah i'll just do it. i want to do it i know i mean if, i've seen if you're you drive. confident in yourself you're yes. you're really if your confidence level is who you are and that determines how successful you're going to be because if you're not confident what are you going to do you know you're not ever going to do anything i know so many talented people that don't have a confidence level you know what i mean is that something we all struggle with though or is do some people just not have a their ego so big they have no confidence issues I don't know. Because I struggle. Str- I struggle. <laughs> I personally, and we both kind of do, I struggle with, uh, uh, you know, you, you want to, the, the, the Buddhist monk in me wants to kill and conquer that ego and make it dead. But that ego is also what gives you the drive forward and the success and the confidence and all that other stuff you're talking about. Right. So that's a struggle for me. Yeah, and it took a long time. I mean, you know, I've been doing it since I was, you know, in my early 20s. You know what I mean? So when I was like 20 years old, I, I'd already been going at it hard you know what i mean so uh working hard was nothing nothing new to me you know i started working young i always wanted to have new shit you know new car (laughs) like my first car was new because i had a job you know i worked super hard i didn't party on the weekends as hard as my other friends did you know i kept it balanced wow I wanted to be successful. I always loved 911s. You know, I was a Porsche guy. I grew up. My dad always had Porsche, you know, and, and sports cars. So I just... So you grew up around Porsche? My first, my first car ride home from the hospital was in a 911S. You know? <gasps> really? I went to, my mom drove a 911S when she was pregnant with me. What year? That was the... They had a... That I mean, it's 77 a was my dad's favorite one, oh, but the engine went, he had to rebuild the engine multiple times. Okay. You know, it was a, that was horrible. That year was just... I'm just trying. That's what Guards though. Rad has, though, isn't it? A '77 911 S. Yeah, and he had, a, yeah, he had the Recaro seats. It was pretty cool. It was pretty dialed in. Good suspension. He had it all done up. And Got you home safe from the hospital, court. anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had my first experience, like the first seven years of my life, were in a 911, going to school, and you know, like, and my dad drives. Like he can, he used to drive really fast. Now he's slowed up, but you know. But he knows how to he rotate a 911. Yeah, he goes through the gears, and you're just like, don't even know he's shifting, you know? <laughs> you drive that car, you know, for that long. He all had 911s before that. and Do they still have that car? No, I wish. Oh, that would a shame. Yeah, so it should I mean. What what color was it? I'm just white. trying to think we should we should white. find that car, because that was like your, I've been looking your for birth one. car, kind of. Yeah, I've been looking for one. They're easy to find. My friend actually has the exact car with a three- I think it's got a three liter. Marco dialed it all in, you know. Oh, it's a TLG car. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, he takes care of it now. Um, yeah. But I was thinking about buying it. It's for sale. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's got a good SC engine in it, so it's tempting. But you know, I drive so much. It's like, no, I don't have time to enjoy those cars. Like, I need the air conditioning. Like, you know, I yeah. did. I did twenty four thousand miles on my car last year. Oh, is and that, that back and, and forth to the cars. ranch? 
Yeah, going up to my ranch, going out. To, you know, I just That's a lot. consulting. I, I consult all over California. So it is a lot, though. She's right. I used to when I had a lease, like it was like ten or twelve thousand a year, and I was like, lower is good. Yeah, Los Angeles, you just don't. You're not doing the mileage as much. And I love to drive. I'll get up in the mountains by Yosemite and to the Sierra Nevadas and just open it up because it's just like once you get out there, there's no one there. You know, right. you can just. It's just like the crest. You can let it rip. You know what I mean? <sighs> We're so lucky. We're so stinking lucky. It's unbelievable that we have this right here. Like, people don't realize, you know? Yeah, the resource that we yeah, have available to. Like, we have a racetrack right there. We really do. Do you uh, – is that where we met? Did we meet at Breakfast Club? Did yeah, you come up there? I, I and saw then... you on Instagram through uh, one of the, you know, some, some other Porsche stuff. And sure. I'm like, oh, that looks fun. So <laughs> went up there, checked it out. Well, yeah, it's the drive, right? It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. The eggs are good, but it's all about the drive. Danny's great. It's all about the drive. Yeah, it's a good scene. Oh, my gosh. So you saw it on Instagram and then just drove up, and then. but did we just talk the first time? How did that work? Yeah, I think so. I think I was smoking I, a doobie or something. Well, there's a little that goes on outside sometimes, <laughs> from time to time. Yeah. Um, well, you brought some stuff for us today, actually. Can I, can yeah, I yeah. do this on the, yeah, on the yeah. show? Yeah. Can I do this on the mm-hmm. show? Okay. <laughs> talk to the boss over here. This is some product from your. Yeah, is this from your dispenser? Or this yeah, is, no, that's this our is brand. your flower. That's our brand, our brand and our flower. All right, all right. What are the differences here? What do we have? There's that. Oh, I think I brought you some uh, vanilla Kush. Oh, and some buttons. Some Mac. Yeah. Uh, but this is actual cannabis flower in here, right? Yeah, that's all stuff I that grew. you've grown. Yeah, or you've our team. created. Yeah, we have a team of guys. Wow. And you guys do stuff without pesticides and shit. Yeah, right? nothing. You're we don't so even spray and bloom. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's so weird. I just think that there are people in the other in other parts of this country, there are people in other parts of the world that are looking at what we're doing right now and thinking, Holy crap, they're just holding it's right here on the here they are. he's holding it right here on television. Yeah, it's a I mean I it's just everyone's it's so here. backwards, you know. And yeah. it's like the way they made it illegal, like everything is so scummy, you know, like it all has to do with money and like <laughs> Well, everything's money, right? Yeah. Sure. But it's just so funny that something's so amazing and, like, what it does for people, you know? Like, Absolutely. what it's done for me. Like, I have medical issues with my stomach and stuff, and can, it's gone from Can that. we talk about that? You, you mentioned that as well. I mean, we met you through, obviously, that conversation saying, oh, my wife had that mess and the whole thing. But you do deal with your own stuff, mm-hmm. and other people in your family do. Can you tell us a little bit about that yeah, and how like, it helps? Like, my mom, for instance, has a, a horrible back and neck and all these problems, right? She's been in some bad car accidents, and uh, she was on all these pills, everything. No pills, nothing. All she takes is the the uh, Rick Simpson oil, we call it, you know, cannabis oil, RSO. The same thing that, that she does, that too, she right? That she takes, the, too. Little tar paste. The same stuff my mom takes. And it's it's changed her life, you know? She's able to, to you know, she looks better and healthier and happier. It's just, a, it's you can see every person that starts taking this stuff, it changes the way they feel. You know, it's healing, you know? Yeah. It really does do something. And for your brain, too, it's mentally... Now, facts aside, you believe all that stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I do too, but I didn't used to. Yeah. We, we didn't I mean, used no one, to. Yeah, but now it's like, it's, it's just a proven deal. You know what I mean? Like, you can be in the worst pain of your life, like for stomach pain, and then you eat some of that oil and it's completely gone. Yeah. You feel completely normal. And that, like, it, it brings your whole body to feel normal too. And it's not about getting high. It's not about anything. It's about just feeling like normal. It equalizes you, you know? 
And uh, none of our diets are perfect, you know what I mean? We're all eating bullshit garbage food, you know what I mean? And that's the real thing that, you know, it's a real big problem, I think. Uh, you know, Diet? Yeah. Especially with health issues, you know, it's a big deal. Do you mean uh, these days? Do you mean Americans? Do you mean we? I, I think, you and me? Know, I bet you the whole world, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like just as far as it, like everything's processed, you know, there's so yeah. much stuff that's just not. It's not good. Did you ever see the movie uh, Soylent Green? It's like from the seventies. It's a so. it's a movie about oh, there's overpopulation on the uh, earth, so they you know the government had to step in and create you know oh there's you you eat the green tablet the green cake on Wednesdays and the purple one on Thursday whatever the heck it is but it's a story about all that and then mm. well, what is Soylent Green anyway and the whole it, the whole kind of thing it kind of feels like where we're at where we're going. Yeah, if you see what's in some of the food that's out there, it's insane. Well, but is it sustainable? I mean, I healthier know. foods are certainly healthier. Yeah, you know? and what they're finding out, though, is like all the soil and the when they're farming in these big fields, they're depleting the soil of all the nutrients. And then they're like, no longer you, enriched. Yeah, so if they're not farming organically and then, you know, getting all the soil prepped properly and doing everything they need to do with cover crops. I mean, a lot of these farmers are having a lot of these issues because they don't follow the original methods of farming organic farming is so important their yields are going up everything's going the quality it's a total different ballgame this synthetic stuff is just not i mean i can even prove it with my cannabis like we'll grow completely synthetically and then you'll grow it more naturally and you'll the test results speak for themselves the product really? tests higher everything's different yeah it's like uh, the I, terpenes I, are higher everything i akin it to like you always say that the slime in ghostbusters you know what i mean negative slime and, mm -hmm. and uh, a positive Precisely. slime they kind of oh it all whatever you feed into it isn't that kind of everything yeah, just like so our it's that plant too, that's right? what we're or the, the room you're in exactly a bunch of negativity and you come turn it around that's why positive people win good yeah. vibes yeah Put out the good vibes. The Breakfast Club vibes, you know, that's a good vibe well, we, right there. We all Everyone's try. Happy. Everyone gets up there smiling after that drive. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. The few people who partake in what we're talking about here, like, that, that that's not everybody. That's just a couple people who are already doing that in their lives. It's the drive up and the nature and the fresh air and the meditation. That air up there is just so good. And 45 minutes outside of Los Angeles. It's incredible. Right? It's incredible. It's kind of like, if you can get there, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't know why it's so it's so desolate sometimes. It's like, how is this beautiful place so empty when there's a million people scrambling around like maniacs in the city down there? It's amazing to me that it isn't packed all the time also for the same yeah. exact reason. Gosh, that's funny. Right. I love that you appreciate it at the same level. Yeah, I do. Nature is so important. Like when I go up north to my ranch, it's just you really feel that. You get out of the car in that crisp air in the winter or in the summer. It's just like... The the animal you hear all the birds it's like it's incredible like the the vibe you know you get mm -hmm. that nature vibe you feel the power coming from the trees and super energizing you know see I don't yes I do I energy. know exactly what you mean but People it don't sounds it, so though, hippy dippy oh listen this is this tree tree hugger over here yeah except I don't smoke pot when I go up there you you, I mean really, I did the, the yeah. one t the one time way back when and it was like ah I haven't done it since uh, so that's not what I'm there for. But yet I'm getting all those same good vibes. So what is it? I don't know. I think it's just the energy. You know, like these oak trees, like, are so old. And, and it's all just the, the energy from the, you know, you're in the mountains. There's, there's not a lot of people up there. It's real quiet. You know, you're able to think. You know, you, your cell phones don't work. 
you know what I mean? So you're I able to just part. see what life's all about, you know, and it's just make, you know, if your brain's scattered, I guess it could make you think too much, but if yeah. you're in a good place, it's nothing better, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. My, my favorite are the days where the jazz is on and the TVs are off, you know, for whatever reason, the cable's out or whatever, or the internet's gone or whatever, so they don't have the TVs on and it's just black. I love that. I love that because we're all then talking to each other about something that isn't going on at the bottom of the hill. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Just chilling. Allows you to tune into what you're talking about a little yeah. bit more, less uh, static. Nonsense. Yeah. How do you how do you stay so positive and don't say I smoke a lot of pot? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just super... Which is probably yeah, true, too. I'm just super motivated. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just, I want a lot of things out of life. I just, you know, I just have a ton of motivation, so... Can we talk about that? Isn't that typically counter... Uh, intuitive to yeah. what a pot smoker would normally be, and an LA person, a West Coast person, like nothing yeah. about you and makes I guarantee sense. You're all dry. I smoke more pot than <laughs> most people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not some. I know some other ones. I want to interject because I don't want to forget. But here's here's my analogy that I want to use and share because hopefully it will help you guys understand me a little bit more and help. Um, I don't know a lot of the differences. I didn't smoke pot growing up or whatever. So I don't I'm not experienced in it socially. But you guys up at Breakfast Club have all helped me cuz there are pot people and not pot people. It doesn't matter, but the people have helped no me understand. The thing that people are lovely about is that they want me to help them help me and like ask me questions but i don't always know the difference between what's a pot thing versus what's a physicality thing that i'm struggling with right dexterity like can be a pot thing but it can also be an ms thing so i don't want to like give too right. much credence oh, to like interesting where you're leaning on symptoms you mean yeah things could be illness things could be oh well that's just because i'm high right now yeah what you're saying correct and also ms makes my body my brain and my body interact with whatever I put in my body different. So I've had to smoke an inc- or use an incredible amount of cannabis to slow my brain down enough to carry out, use it properly, but it's really affected my body because it's what has slowed my body down so much. So I don't know always how to tell you guys what works and what doesn't. And I want to be a good activist. Like I used to, know really well how to say what was good about something and i don't always know what's good about the flower i just know your stuff's good in that it helps you in that it's clean and it helps me and i i feel a difference i just know that i'm using it different than is prescribed sometimes Mm. so i want to know the right thing to say yeah i mean it's really it's really all like user dependent you know some people can't handle the high thc some people can and it's really like the terpenes. The terpenes are what gets you, you know, that's the taste, the can, flavor. And can you explain a little bit more about what it, that is? So the so pot is the pot, when but you the terpenes smell are what you Everything you're smelling, the taste, like all that is the terpenes. Like the whole, like the wonderful part about good smelling weed, fresh weed is that, you know. But is that naturally occurring or is that something that you add? No, that that's occurred. That's in the plant naturally. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a flavor that's no, added that's later. Like those it's not vape vanilla pens. syrup. Yeah, that's like what I'm getting Vape at. pens, they add like fake terpenes to it from like that are derived from other plants like vanilla or lemon or something really? like that. Really? That's why your throat will hurt from those things. And we're, we're going to be making some of those saucepans they're called, you know. 
um, just because. What are they called? Saucepans, live resin, stuff like, you know. The okay. live resin one that you had the one time was really good for, for her. Yeah, so we're going to be making those as well. That's going to be coming out pretty soon, so we'll have those. Through Canvas? Is, is, am I saying that right? Canvas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it C-A-N or is it just C-N? Because there's a leaf in the middle. K. It's just K-N-B-I-S, yeah. Okay. For uh, other people looking it up online. Yeah. My analogy, I didn't even get to, but my analogy comes from a David Letterman episode with Tina Fey of his new show. Mm. And it's also in her book. But really what it comes down to is like she when she was a head writer at SNL, she tried to get a bit on the air for so for years. Kotex classic. And the guys that were in charge of making those decisions, were they didn't understand. So they kept saying no, 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 no to the bet. And she was like, let me talk to someone. And explain what, because they were like, well, would we see it? Like, we don't understand. And once she was able to say, no, 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 it's just an gr- inside girl joke. Like, we'll get it. And guys will laugh because we think it's hilarious. That's the analogy that this is to me of mm-hmm. like, I don't know what that is, but I know it's helpful. So I want to explain it the right way. And that's what I need help with. That was the, I didn't say it. I think you did great. I didn't say it before, but thanks. Oh, no, but I think you nailed it. Thanks. What do you have to say to that? I mean, you like Tina Fey, too? Yeah. Yeah, me too. The funny. analogy... <laughs> shit. She's definitely No, funny. you did great. Things don't make sense to people because they don't have a foundation context, of understanding. Right. And, and I want to give people that, but I don't have one myself. So do you have one? I guess is my question. I like. think... I think uh, well, I should let you answer, but you kind of... It's a personal... Yeah, that's the thing, because everyone's different, you know what I mean? And, like, some people will get so paranoid from smoking, like, you know, an OG Kush or Wedding Cake or one of those really strong weeds, they lose their mind, you know? And it's too much for them. They don't realize because they keep puffing on this thing, and then all of a sudden, whoa, you know, it's just like, (laughs) it's like an edible. Like, man, eat the smallest, tiniest piece of that thing and see how you feel, because, like... I'm the guy. I'm the guy who swore off pot. 20-something years ago when I tried the goddamn edible. Mm-hmm. And, nope, nothing, whatever the yeah. fuck. And then, oh, we'll have a hit of this. I'm like, okay, well, sure. And then next thing, out of my gourd, the walls were moving, all sorts of things. I was, it was you know what I mean? It was like yeah. an acid trip. Yeah, it's good times. So I said, no more, no more, pot, ever, ever. Yeah, I've had some good ones like and that. And then too. years later, but I didn't know it could make you hallucinate and shit. The pictures were moving around the walls and crazy shit. And then I realized they were doing whatever I wanted them to do. And then I chilled out a little bit and fell asleep. But I still yeah, didn't enjoy it. control, it's oh, pretty amazing. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it any of it then and i swore it off but nowadays i don't know so well, i want other people to know I, I want other people to know that we're not advocates for 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 weed we're not yet we used to have an opinion about it that we now have done a 180 on and i do think it's important that people know that not because of us but because it could happen to them yeah it's helping like it's about education too. like once everyone knows more it all sorry yeah it all expands yeah yeah. Oh, oh! I wanted to say this. I wanted to say this at the break. It occurred to me. <laughs> I need to be very clear. We did not partake in any cannabis product before. Well, I mean, your medicine or whatever. But we were laughing so hard before. It was completely unrelated to the subject matter of today's show. I didn't want people to be like, oh, well, how high did you guys get? Like, no, this is it. Yeah. You want to get high? I didn't no, bring my kidding. bong. Yeah, I got a bong. <laughs> bong hits. Uh, do you have any instructions for these on how they should be? Uh, or is it uh, just... Oh, just enjoy as yeah, you grind it up and enjoy you. it in your little vaporizer. 
Do you ever do that? Do you do the vaporizer? Yeah, I or like Or do you that. just I roll like up everywhere. a joint and smoke it? Yeah, sometimes I like dabs too, you know. Dabs. Concentrates. People talk about dabs. I've never seen or heard about a dab. but Concentrates I've, are I've, really, they just get you, like, if you don't have time to sit there and mess around with all that stuff, you just quick boom, you know. Oh, I thought it was more labor intensive. It's easier to do a dab? I Isn't mean, there a whole apparatus and it oh, looks like a science some, kit? And sometimes. I mean, there's different ones you can get. Yeah, there's there's just basic electric ones or you can get, you know, a torch and heat up the thing. And then that kind of looks funny. People think, what is that guy doing? <laughs> Does it look like crack? Yeah, kind of. Well, it's pretty bad. Isn't it this? You're still smoking a drug, sure. Yeah, but it's it's just the pure form. For me, I like it better because it's just you take one hit and I don't have to smoke a whole joint. You know, if like my stomach's hurting me, I just boom and I'm back to normal working Does fine. D- How quickly does it? If you take a dab, how quickly? Oh, right away. Like, Goes right to yeah. your system. Like a you joint like or smoking. You breathe something yeah. in and, oh, you feel it. Yeah. So when you don't have it's time. It's a scary thing. Yeah, it's just a quick, and it doesn't smell like, the, you know, that's the other thing those pens are really good for, you know, is that they don't smell. That's why people can use oh, those. Oh, because there's and, no smoke, right? Yeah, well, there's smoke from them, but it's not, you can, you know, it's not but like it's a not smelling smoke. up it's the just whole a vapor. area like a joint would, you know? Yeah, and it's just a vapor of yeah, the thing, vapor. whatever, right? Vapor, yeah, I guess you'd call it. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. not you, there's Who knows no ignition what's inside those things. You know, they uh, like the good ones are good, and then the bad ones are bad. You know, and even licensed ones. There's ones that I don't. Man, they hurt your throat so bad. Oh, I've I've had that. I know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, but that I don't. I, yeah, that makes me not want to do it. That's what I mean. And I think a lot of people experience bad product, and they had oh. bad edibles. They've had bad weed, and it, it gives them a bad experience with the stuff. You know, and then these people will be just drink. Like, I have people that drink more alcohol than you could imagine. And they're like, I don't know how you do the weed thing. And I'm just looking at them like, okay. Dude, you just had a fifth of Jack. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like, I that actually. Was me. That was me in the old days. I, how can you guys. <laughs> I love when people give me a hard time when they're having a mimosa before 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's unbelievable. I used to have that. I you still get it from people like the guy's smoking weed over there, and it's like they're drinking a beer, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> Do you still drink alcohol? Not really. I yeah. like wine. I'll drink good wine. Like I go to Santa Barbara and I'll go pick some wine from it's my alcohol though. Yeah, I like it. yeah, but it's not. I don't. That's like once a month. I'll. I, I, don't, oh. I don't like to feel like shit. You know. Oh, I get it. You're not a social me. drinker, but sometimes maybe instead of wine or with wine or yeah. with dinner, I'll weed, have like a nice. Wine, I see. I yeah. see. I see. Because good wine doesn't. You know, it's a whole well. Yeah, you also don't game. have to drink to get drunk. That was another problem I didn't realize. Yes, I exactly. thought the point was yeah. to get different. Crazy, you know, when you're kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all did that big time. Keg stands. Yeah, but when you like bombs. who you are, drunk better. That becomes a disaster. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I can be this person. I'm different now. You know, when you're a kid, and you're figuring I it don't out. Drink. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, it's better to not drink for me. Oh my gosh! I turned to a wild man. My gosh. <laughs> What uh, is something about you that we don't know? Good. There's no there's way some... I could have possibly asked you because I wouldn't know. I don't know. You're very open and honest about everything yeah. when we talk, so I figured I could just shoot you. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Well, I think uh, I'm definitely checking out some other 911s and stuff, too. It's hard. It's a hard call with, like... I love my car so much, you know what I mean? It fits my, like, my back doesn't hurt driving this car, and mm-hmm. it's the only car I've had besides, like, my 550 that doesn't bother my back. It just, like, holds you in, like, a position where I get out after five hours of driving, and it's, like, nothing. 
you're kind of a tall guy too. I also find that the 911 is the only car I've ever not had a problem with headroom. Exactly. And I mean the only car. Now certainly you can get to a place, but with my back and everything, you can be comfortable in a fully upright position with exactly. your head stretched and and make it. It's incredible. Yeah. I hate that if not feeling like you're you're too big for something. I don't like that feeling. You know what I mean? Bear on a on a roller skate or whatever on a yeah. unicycle. What um what are you looking at? Because when I saw you the other day, we were looking at Gertu's car, and it was like, well, geez, I could get one of those because it would be amazing. But then, what am I going to do? Drive it? Put one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it in three years? I mean, what does he have? What do you have? I forget. Nine nine six Carrera, base Carrera, right? And then Gertuda, he's the one who uh, d- European the silver delivered one, the GT three okay. Touring. He's got the Touring. I love okay. that car so yeah. much. Yeah, but it's just like I'm, I would just destroy it. You know what I mean? Like putting that many miles, I'll do at least thirty thousand, forty thousand miles a year on a car like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just like, do I want to do that to that car, or do I want to just? keep driving my 996 and get one of those to not you know to well, enjoy it depends i would not get a g i would not pay a premium to get a gt3 touring and then put a shit ton of miles on it because it's kind of you know you're you're getting that car and the whatever mm-hmm. but 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 what if you got it sponsored and your goal was to put a shit ton of miles on it and have the most miles of a g you know what i mean like something like that could be something you could very easily just do and then have your dream too. car put the mileages on it you're already doing oil changes every week at Marcos. Yeah, jeez. He said I get the most oil changes out, <laughs> out of anybody. Out of anybody, yeah. I'm up there, and he said you were the first. Yeah, I I, I love those guys. They're amazing. It's just such a you can. It's just like most mechanics you're talking to, and you're just like, oh man, what's he gonna burn me on this time? You know? And yeah, no. I, I go over so there and honest. I figure, what am I yeah. gonna learn? How's he gonna yes, help me? Out? It's exactly. like going over to family and just do grandma's such a, house. Yeah, and the cars over there you get to see too. Oh, it's I just know. like. You know, like, look at all this stuff. It doesn't even matter. It's just every day there's something different. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Uh, let's see. Get your car, some TLC. Come on home to TLG. It's the saying, right? <laughs> Not <laughs> yet. It's so funny. You're so chill. I love it. Ripping I love it. Tearing. What did you want to talk about when you were coming here today? Oh, not just hang out with you guys. Success. You know. We really enjoy your company. Up. You're such a, I mean, we decide you're just a very connected yet laid back dude or yeah. maybe that is the weed yeah yeah i just want to say thanks you've helped me into my life so i appreciate it yeah yeah i'm glad i'm able to help i always like to help people so what kind of kid were you you mentioned that you were always driven and that you always had a job and stuff like that but what about when you were like in high school like did you get good grades and stuff and i asked that only because uh, i didn't so it's almost i just weirder. did auto shop and wood shop type guy you know what i mean and like really yeah i loved all i can build a lot of stuff you know i'm really mechanical so well, you said you're an electrician, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just really like to... But did you, like, do, did you get good grades and stuff? Yeah, I wasn't a horrible student. I mean, I didn't... I just don't... I mean, I just didn't like school, and I didn't... I had a few teachers I liked, but when you have negative teachers in your life, I yeah. feel like it's uh, it's just a horrible way to go to school because you are you yes. think that that's life, you know what I mean? That you need to have, be a negative, boring person and... And all the stuff, and I find that's a big problem with schools, right? You know, like a lot of the teachers are so unmotivated. They don't get paid enough. There's so many. They're just, I feel like it pushes them down. You know, they start off being like gung-ho, and then it's just depressing for a lot of, like my five friends that are teachers, and it's so hard. The kids don't want to be there, you know, and there's some kids do. You know, it's such a tough thing in high school. That's why I feel like school, what do you really learn in school? You know, you learn how to be the person that you're surrounded by with you know all the people you're surrounded by you take in all this stuff and 
but I feel like there needs to be a lot more positivity. I mean, maybe there is now, but when I was in high school, it was just such a negative place, I feel, and it was like everyone's trying to one-up each other, and the group efforts are very minimum, and... So you didn't enjoy it? No, I hated I didn't school. enjoy it either. Couldn't for the same reason. I, I went and hid in the, in the television studio where I could work alone and create stuff. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do, too. I just loved just not dealing with people. I'm a surfer, too, so I go surfing all the time. That's, oh. you, when you're always, that's by yourself. Is that meditation for you? Yeah, I love surfing. How often get, do you get out? Well, I haven't, I'm so busy, I don't even get to go. That's why I'm really happy about this wave pool on Palm Springs they're putting in. It's mm-hmm. going to be... <laughs> So you best. can go out there for work and get in some waves out in the yeah. desert, ironically. Yep. It's the funniest thing in Off the world. Off of Route 111. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so When's funny. that going to open? Uh, I think they're shooting for the next couple months where, you know, it's one of those things where we're going to go in and do a little remodeling and do what we need to do and okay. get it fixed up and get it fired up. Sweet. Yeah, it should be fun. Oh, so you're taking over an existing space. It's that not like a there. fresh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're just redial, you know. Gonna... Is it going to still be like mid-century modern, like everything in Palm Springs there on that drag? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's got it's got windows with views and everything. It's cool. They're trying to put a lounge in. Cool. So if they can get the lounge in, that'll be really fun. Some hip furniture in there and shit. Yeah, exactly. That would be very cool. That's and, fun. And I can't imagine that it wouldn't be ingratiated into that uh, community. Palm Springs. There's some cool people out there. It's pretty fun. It's all retired people having a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know. It's well, the old Rat Pack in the day. I mean, Frankie yeah. was out there. Sammy was out there. We're all out there. It's a big hangout zone for sure. Is it just a wave pool that you're yeah, playing? Yeah, it's like a thing. I'll show you guys. You can see it. It's like the Palm Springs it, Surf Club. Inland it's surfing, called, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It sounds awesome. They do it for skiing and all sorts of things, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, Dubai. Like the golf thing? thing. That's what I was saying, Dubai, yeah. The golf thing in Serendipity? Like that kind of concept? Uh, Well, that's just a driving range. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a simulation for surfing. Exactly. All right. But but you're actually doing, you know, you're out. It's it's interesting what they're able to come up with now, you know? And it's real waves, though. It's not going to be like a... Yeah, yeah. it's not one of those, like, standstill ones. Yeah, you know what? From from the rap party. Right. (laughs) Bring it off the truck. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So funny. Got Um, it. Let's see. How can... We're not going to wrap it up this second, but how can people keep up with you? I know Instagram, of course. (laughs) This is a segment we call Billboard. (laughs) Your 996 swag on Instagram. That's it. And then we're uh, FWB NoHo for our store, and then... uh, for Fountain of Wellbeing. For Fountain of Wellbeing. com, And then uh, K-N-B-I-S-L-A is our Instagram for the, the just Can this be. product. Yep. Love it. Love it. Uh, so people should follow. And then uh, is your product available anywhere or? Yeah. You know I mean, like how would San people Diego, buy it? We're in all the shops down there. I think we're in like 50 stores in L.A. You know. I, don't, I think we're. Can in a, you tell from going to your website? Is yeah, there a way you can see where all our stuffs are? Yeah, on there. All right. Well, there you go. Go to the Canvas website and see where the product's available. If this is your thing, sure. Yeah, you and you're always developing new stuff. You always have great ideas. So yeah, we're we're going for it. I just got a ton of new genetics. We're doing a lot of testing with new genetics and. You know, trying to find some new strains that are going to be effective for people, you know. It's important. This is what I wanted people to hear. Like, the, this is the level at which you're you're talking about. I mean, it's it, your DNA reconstructing plants. It's not just, well, grow this one inside, grow that one outside. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's more about, I'm all about, like, you know, all the percentages of what's, and the terpene levels are so important, you know, because that's what's, that they're finding out that's what's really, you know, behind a lot of the, 
the good stuff. Mm. Know, that's the, where the compounds are and stuff, right? Like, and that's what makes Well, inside it... the plant, I mean, there's a ton of different compounds, and they keep finding more and more and more, and it's incredible. Yeah. Like, they keep finding all these new compounds in these plants. It's incredible. Weird. They just, you know, they're just starting to now spend money on figuring it all out because it's been, their hands have been tied forever. So you put some real scientists and let them, like, start dissecting this and figuring out you know, there's a lot of amazing things to come. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting time to be here, us, alive. Right. All the negative stuff that's going on in the world. There's a lot of cool, positive stuff that's happening, the thing. too. That's what I, you know, the news, they need to start being more positive. Because there's so much positive things <laughs> happening. <laughs> Man, there's these kids making electric cars that can go from here to New York. You yep. know what I mean? And, and but people never will talk about that. No. You know what I mean? But, you know. It is what it is. At least we live in America. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's a nice, it's a good place to live, I guess. You know, it's, you know, Europe's fun too. But, <laughs> but, uh, you Have know. you ever lived anywhere else? But, uh, I know not specifically Los Angeles. But. all over the world. I just like, uh, I like California, you know, like everywhere I've been, I just feel like this is such a more, there's everything here. We have all the, everything. What do sometimes we don't, I what feel do like we not have? I love how grateful you are and how positive you are about it. I feel like sometimes we forget and then you meet somebody who's in town from Germany, like the couple we were talking to the other day at Malibu Kitchen. Yeah. And he's like, I love this guy. It's a, you don't know how lucky. It's so amazing compared to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, list off a dozen other places that he's just been. And it's kind of like, yeah, you know what? You're right, brother. Thank you. Thank you for that moment because I forgot. Today, oh, yeah. today I forgot and I needed to meet you to remind me. But yeah, when you travel the U.S., Man, it's real interesting when you get out there and see how other cities are, small cities, and how they live. And, like, it's a whole different ballgame. You come here, and it's just a, you know, shit show. Context, right? Yeah. It's, it's crazy, really pants. It's hilarious. Uh, what do you have coming up? What's the next thing you're working on that we can be excited about? Um, would it be the – would you call the pens? Would you call Oh, them? yeah. Those are going to be really fun. But would you call them? Uh Gas call tanks? Them sauce pens, sauce or pens, live okay. resin pens, <laughs> sauce so. pens. These kids, uh, so all, sauce pens? yeah, all the young guys—they name everything. It's whatever they do. You know, the youngest people—they're the ones that create the fads and the. They hype, coin the name and then up. we all yeah. chase it. Yeah, let's go hype up the product or whatever they say. I don't know how they, <laughs> you know. It's pretty funny. So, would we call that your newest thing, sauce that, pens? That one's going to be yeah, yeah, and I just all the new genetics we're coming out with too. So we have a bunch of new stuff to try and and you know. It all started, I go right with all the lab tests. I want, you know, as soon as we're popping genetics and trying all the new stuff, I want to see the percentages. How does that work? Do you have an idea for, oh, I bet I could blend this with this, and then do you go do it? Do you go try it? And then do you grow it? And then do you have it and then have to try it? Do you sample it? Do you put it into all the spectrum? All kinds of stuff. And it's also about, like, the way the plant grows. But is it that simple? Like, I just have an idea, and then I go do it? No, you have to you have to take all the genetics, and if you find one genetic you really like, you know, you can take that genetic, and if you have another one you really like, you can breed those genetics together, and it's not that simple. I mean, there's a lot to it. Yeah, know? well, that's when it, when you're talking about DNA, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. So, so it's you, not just I have an idea and go to town. No, you ha- no, it's a lot, and it there's takes years. There's a lot years. of science behind yeah, it. Yeah, it right? takes like, like you, five to- or six years to really get good, you know, to get a strain locked in. Wow. Because they're breeding it, so you have like. The fourth or fifth generation is when they're, it's going to start getting good, you know? That's so interesting. Yeah. Like everything else in life, it needs to run its yeah. course. Yeah. It's, it's, you can get lucky and just get a seed and all of a sudden, oh, I have this amazing flower, you know? Don't, aren't the genetics still in there, though, from before? So yeah, you could you're get getting whatever. from both strains. And sometimes they'll take more from one genetic than another. So, And there's so many different strains. You know, one right. will get you your head high. One will get you relaxed. You know, like... 
these CBD hemp strains, they don't, they just give you a body high, you know, and don't mess with your head. So that's good for a lot of people who smoke cigarettes and want to stop. They can switch to the... Even that one's a little bit of a misnomer, too, because yeah. I don't experience a body high. I just find that whatever ailment, uh, joint pain or whatever, it goes away. Right. Does that make sense? Versus, yeah. like, if you have a back pain and you take a Vicodin, you get that warm sensation. Right. It's a whole different thing. Oh, right. I don't have that. Yeah, it's so much more natural with cannabis. I think it just kind of disappears. I think that's what pop people mean by body high. It is? Yeah. But other people, I think, are assuming something different. That's why I want to get over that. That's why I'm striving to like reconfigure and imagine that language because there is a crossover. We're just speaking with weird semantics sometimes. Mm. But it, sometimes that will keep somebody that will someone's their wall will go right up and they won't open the door again for you because they've already shut their brains off to that that idea i think of someone up at breakfast club who has completely switched on this in fact he's a very large investor in a number of cannabis companies now but he used to be not at all oh that's bullshit oh it's not and then it was watching you and talking to you and all of us and everything that sort of got him over it but i think he and a lot of people just they shut the door because 50 years or however old they are of knowledge of oh that's bad it's bad for you it's anti-american etc etc I find I that don't to think be that's true. My a parents were barometer. the same way, and now they love it. So, both of them. That's a. There you go. All right. Well, that's a great note. It's that's just a, it's a great place to stop. You know, like a lot of people. You know, it's just one of those things. You'll come around. You know, people will come around eventually. I just. It's a weird thing because I don't like. I said earlier, I don't want to be the proponent, but at the same time, I have switched how I felt about it, and I do think that other people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the only one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love you. I think you're great. Uh, do we cover everything you need to cover? Today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, business is good. We got all that stuff covered. Yeah, all right. Ripping and tearing. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, is that it? Do we do everything? I believe so. But the TV I mean, I could talk about later. this forever. Do you want no. to? Do you have any other questions? Uh, no, I'm just cur- I'm curious and fascinated. So I look forward to talking to everyone more. I just don't like asking people when it's the wrong time. <laughs> In that case, uh, thank you for being here. We've done all that. What do we have tomorrow? Who's breakfast here tomorrow? Club. Oh, that's it. The end of the week. All right. So are you coming to Breakfast Club tomorrow, maybe? Yeah, most likely. Nice, brother. Then we'll Drive see you tomorrow. Um, and then next week, next week, I know we have great guests. Um, Carson Chan's going to be here next week. Rodney Rothman's going to be here next mm-hmm. week. That's a huge deal. Producer of Forgetting Sarah Marshall and so many other things. Um, and, and more and more. So I love you so very much, Mrs. Ryan. Love you we too. love you so very much, Chris Gabriel. Thank you. We love everybody at home. Please love one another. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you out there.